the, the Boga Honey Podcast. That's why I, I tried not to have camps on my bow. I don't have to deal with slippage or anything Shut like up. that. You just put a new string on there, you're fine. What is Boga? But seriously, that's the dumbest thing you've ever seen. Go- I am all about Just strap it to your pack. Really appreciate the fact that you're from Michigan and not Georgia. You don't want to be the next Mark Kenyon. No. I'm a shit show. <laughs> that's, that spot's taken. You can see how pathetic Jared's face is right now. <laughs> because that's how it looked. It was just like, is this good enough? Hey, everybody. Before we begin, we're going to thank a couple of sponsors that helped make this show possible. First up is Vortex Optics. We've been using their glass for a long time. Uh, everything from their binoculars, spotting scopes, rangefinders, and a new thing called Vortex Edge. Vortex Edge is their new world-class firearm training course, and they, they're going to provide courses on precision rifle, uh, pistol, a couple of military tactics, and of course, hunting and outdoors. And also, their spring and summer apparel line is dropping soon. So make sure to head over to vortex.com apparel and save yourself 20%. By using what code? BOGA20. Nice. Trophy line, tree saddles. They are a one-stop shop. Sticks, platforms, yeah, saddles. It's uh, And they just came out with a new EDP platform. It's a smaller, lighter, stronger version of the mission platform made in the U.S. It's the perfect size for us as mobile hunters. It's going to be available this April, so make sure to go and get yourself one. Save yourself 10% while you're doing it and use the code BOGAHUNTINGTL10. Don't miss any letters in that. Go check them out. If we said it once, we said it a thousand times. Arrows are the lifeblood of the archery industry. Vector arrows, vector custom arrows are the arrows that we shoot. Jared and I specifically shoot the vector HMR, the vector hammers. Hammer them. Yep. They're a four millimeter micro diameter shaft that are super strong, extremely durable. You're going to go to the website. All you have to do is input your specs and they're going to build the arrows directly for your specs. So head over to vectorcustomshop.com and they're going to hook you up. We do a lot of things on our phones. One of the things that Jared and I have found to be especially useful on our phone is our HuntWise app. It's the base. It's basically the ultimate hunting tool yep. set. Land boundaries. They've got HuntCast 2.0, where it, it's an advanced hunting forecast to give you specific times and days that are the best days to hunt. And they also provide a safe and social space for hunters, where you can post pictures, share stories. You won't get a graphic image, yeah, you know, Instagram not- cover over it. <laughs> Uncensored and unbiased. Yep. Download the HuntWise app today. We good? Yeah. Let's kick it. All right. Let's uh why don't you why don't you play us in? Well, thank you for coming back to another episode of the Bogue Hunting Podcast. Today is a little uh little internal boy as we like to call him. Nothing crazy going on. No guest. Oh, what do you got there? I've been seeing the kids drink ta what is it, Tapo Chico? Wow. So <laughs> Explain what it's Tapo fine. Chico is, dude. It just looks like just water. think it's just bubbly water. Nothing special, just mineral water in there. I suppose special. It's uh, straight from Monterey, Mexico. All the good water dude, comes from Mexico. Everybody you're gonna knows that. get the revenge. Toilet is down the hall, <clears throat> to the left, to the left. I staked it out already, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, let's sorry, let's uh, jump into our internal podcast today. We wanted to talk about turkey, turkey hunting. Yes. So we're, we're what, how many weeks out? 
three weeks out? Less, two. Two weeks out. Well, for our season, opens on Saturday the 17th, and it runs for a week. We get one week to go chase turkeys, and we're going to go in northern Michigan. 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 Um, it's just a spot where we've always been to. Last year, we we got into some crazy stuff, so if you haven't listened to that podcast, jump back to last year's, and you hear about that story. Good callback. The... Call back. the just a crazy adventure we had to go on due to covid it was kind of stupid but we made it work and i shot a turkey um but i won't explain too much more you can go check that one out um but yeah. we're, going, we're going back to that area it's an area we know about that we've god we've been hunting there how long four years now oh yeah at least uh i think i shot that first turkey there six years ago that's right oh and that same year was my first turkey and that my biggest buck that was a good year that wasn't was a really, really good, good year. year yeah 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 so we I mean, we know the area we know that was my last streak i i had a streak there where i i was on a roll i was you, what you were now on the, the streak <laughs> that you're on is the streak that i was on i'm in a we we said this in the last podcast i'm on i'm on a good little streak yeah and it, it feels good so i don't want to mess it up this year so we're gonna be going hard for the what saturday to when i'm gonna be going till wednesday I'm going to be um, going out for the early morning hunt, and then obviously for the weekend I'll be hunting all day. But during the week, uh, we're hunting in the morning and then working afternoon. So, yeah, once once the week starts, though, the weekend you're oh the weekend doing the the whole thing. Yeah, we're going bow. Yeah, bow and go. Go and bow go is and Jared's uh, coin phrase. Coin it, and it is the way that we typically will hunt turkeys. So. What we wanted to do today, we'll walk you through what we're going to do this year, what we've done in the past that works. So, um, Jared, you want to like how, explain how we start? Yeah. So, I mean, turkey hunting is not that complicated, but most of the time we're going to try to find and locate those turkeys the night before. So we're going up to the ridge known. If we know where they're roosting, we're going to check if they are roosting there. Yeah. Um, so we will drive up to the known locations, whether that's a, a ridge kind of overlooking water, because typically turkeys kind of like to, to roost over ridges overlooking water. Why is water. that? Why are they on ridges? Why? Well, I know that. It's easy for them to get on or right. whatever. <clears throat> Why are they usually by water? Didn't we talk about that before? I think on our last, one of our last did, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but we find them <laughs> over water. Go check it out. Yeah. You know what? I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, Which we should we really should. But you know what? You, well, how many episodes has it been? Like 100? Too many, man. You can't remember all of them. Um, anyways, so we're, we're going to locate them first. But I guess what you've done, you skipped a step. Like that's a, that's assuming, and that, and we do know this year, that we know exactly where birds historically are in areas, right? Right. We've spent years um, just kind of getting to know the area, uh, knowing where the birds go. And we've come up with kind of a, a place where it's like we can go check night before our opener. We go check these four places. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beauty for us and for this season is this is like the first day you can turkey hunt in the state. Right. It's on the 17th. So we go, these birds are unmolested. You know, they're out there uh, and they're very receptive historically to calls we we we're, when we're out we don't see hunters that much and these birds are, are are usually pretty easy to get going with a an owl hoot or a you know a turkey call which jared does love to do the uh who cooks for you i do i'm starting to get a little bit better are you but, uh would you do one right now could i convince you to 
Yeah, dude, give me a second. All right, because <clears throat> I don't know what you do with the mic to not blow out everybody's ears. I'll, I'll you know, I'll uh, pull it back a second. All right, try, try that. Oh, 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 oh! That's pretty good. Right, right. We'll, we'll throw a few of those out, and uh, generally, um, we you hear some gobbles. Yeah, they'll you, fire right back as soon as you do that. Yeah, you use your map to figure out where they are, and kind of just key in that uh in the morning and so that's what we're gonna do this year yep last year we did it just a throwback we we put your birds to bed we found mine put them to bed well we didn't exactly pinpoint it perfectly because that morning i remember i'm walking out i'm like all right i know the birds are like somewhere in here i'm gonna mm-hmm. you know go up this gas line set up as i'm walking i can see birds in the tree oh, literally <laughs> above me as i walk right underneath them i'm like oh crap I ended up calling them in. I think they slept. Like, they were very straight like this. Like, just, I don't know. A little bit alert? I don't know. They, they like, did not move. That was, like, they were, their head wasn't moving. They were just, like, just chilling. It was dark, so it was real hard to see. I, they might have seen me. But they, I ended up calling them in. But that's the general. That's how you get started. That's yep. how we do it, at least. Yep. That's, that's our first step. If we can find. Which is standard. This is yeah, kind of the. But if you're new to turkey hunting, that might be, yeah. you know, something new you learned. So. That's our first step. Um, so we'll typically set up on those birds in the morning as close as we can to their roost. Whether if we got a belly crawl to our to the yeah to within close, yeah. To within a certain distance What's your of that distance? roosting tree, I I don't like pushing in any closer than a hundred yards. Really, I've heard guys getting way closer, That's like fine. sixty or so. Yeah. I've generally subscribed to about a hundred yards. If you can get in within a hundred yards, sure. so I'm with you there. And yeah, so if you can, if you're able to do that, I mean, there's a there is a chance that those turkeys are going to fly down right to you, right? Yeah. But if you think of a clock, right? Think of a, a mm-hmm. clock on the ground, and the roosting tree is right in the middle. Yeah. Right. There's only a twenty percent chance that you're going to have a shot at those birds right from the roost. You're right from the roost, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to fly down. In that and in one of those angles, but if they fly down to say the five o'clock, six or seven o'clock, which you're set up at the six, mm-hmm. right? They're gonna pass at least in some sort of range. Yeah, around there. So what about? I'm used to the digital. Like how did? How it <laughs> it's work? not gonna work that <laughs> it's way. It's not gonna work. No, right. I'm just you know I'm just thinking. Yeah, I'll hop at a pie chart. Okay, Is that better yeah. thinking. A pie, a pie, pizza pie. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I know hunters have great success doing that. Um. But it's not going to pan out yeah. all the time. So these turkeys will usually fly down off the roost, uh, and they'll most of the time gather up in like a, a field edge or a known gathering area where they yeah. can all get back together. But usually around like that mid-morning when, you know, goblin has just kind of cut off and you can't get anything to respond, that's when we like to kick in our go and bow strategy. That's the go that's when that really comes into play. The, yes. the rest is pretty standard. And even the go and bow is just our private our private label of a pretty I mean it's of pretty of a run and gun. Yeah, right. it, it's um it's pretty similar pretty straightforward. It's similar to what a lot of guys are doing and it's a lot of fun but you cover a lot of ground. Yeah, only we're doing it with bows. Yeah. So. It's a lot of walking and calling and you know, especially for us on public land, we'll cover the spot that we're at then we hop in the car head to a few spots that we've you know seen turkeys or at least have good habitat Mm -hmm. have heard them in the past i know that one when we the spot we were 
seeing how far we could shoot the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. You know, that was a good spot where we heard them. Uh, we heard turkeys in the distance. So we know this year if our hot spots are off, we go to that spot. We walk that, that ditch. You're talking in. about the bow golf we were playing. Yeah. Yeah. So a wide open field, right? Yeah. Imagine a wide open field on public land. We both were shooting recurves at the time. Yep. So no, no one was around, no danger, anything like that. But we would pick, I don't know, like a small sapling a tree or like a little, or like a mound s- yep. or something like that. And we would be 300 yards away, 200 yards away. Yeah, I would say. And we're just, just sending it, man. Pointed at the sun. Pointing it, it as rip. far as we can go. Obviously, we'd have to go find the arrow, but mm. it wasn't hard because. Remember, they just land straight up like yeah, a flag. Yeah, land straight up and down. And if you've ever wanted to shoot a bow straight up or at least at like a 45. We found like this amazing field for public land. Hopefully that's not like illegal or we're going to – we just – Too bad. Send the bill to Jared. Send, <laughs> bring it over. I'll rip it up. Yeah, so the, the idea is you go to your hot spots in the morning, try to call them in. If by midday they're not around, we'll we'll go cruise and, you know – Look for spots, or at least we can, you know, call them and figure out where they are. Stupid I always feel like they, at that time of year, they're, like, in somewhere in the woods. Like, I always find them back um, where yeah. we camp. You know, they're back in the woods at that part of the day. Yeah, so right around that mid-morning time, after, like, the birds are breaking up from their flock, the hens, if they've bred and they've got a nest, they're going to go back and nest. If they haven't, they're going to be just kind of trotting off, and all of a sudden the toms are going to be like, well, what the heck? Where'd all the ladies go? Mm-hmm. So then they're going to be going back to like their strut zone areas. Yeah. And that's typically where we're able to intercept them, so to speak. So then. God, I want to, but I want to stop you there. Right. Strut zone. Yeah. Explain what that is for, for someone who doesn't know what it is and, and how you find or how you determine what it, where it is. That the strut zone is like the turkeys dance party. Right. Yeah. It's just an area probably. I don't know. We'll say 50 yards. It's the strip on spring break. Yeah. (laughs) You've ever been there. Yeah, you know. You've been to Panama City. It's just his place to strut his stuff and hopefully find a receptive hen either coming to him or he can hear one, you know, crossing his path. So it's just just his own that he just likes to be at. How are you finding him? Are you finding him where, where and how are you finding him? That's I feel a, like that's a good question. One place that you've identified that I've seen nice that's a nice spot is where you shot one last year. It's off that field. Yeah. It's kind of between a field and uh the roost mm-hmm. and it's in kind of an open area. Yeah, so and yeah. they move through it. Yeah, they I mean it could be an old logging road. It could be a flat top on top of a ridge. It's some place where toms can feel safe but also see around them. Yeah. In case, you know, they can see a hen coming through or if they need to see danger, it's just, it's just a good lookout yeah. place. It could be like a wide open timber. I, um, My dad's old food plot. Remember that where you and Mason hunted? Yeah. That's a strut zone. That's yeah. between where they come down from their roost uh, to where they're headed to the field for like, you know, middle mm-hmm. of the day. They'll be hanging out in that field and sun. Um, and so, yeah, I, I feel like that's that's generally where we found them. Yeah. Uh, running, running and gun or going and bowing. Thank you. Uh, that is, you, you get up from that spot and you start looking for them. 
when you're doing that, I'm interviewing you right now. Sweet. Right. Because Jared has more turkey hunted. You have more experience than me. So you're, you're the resident expert. Sure. Send it. So, right. You're, uh, you get up, you start heading out. Where do you go? How do you, how do you figure out where to go for in your going bow? I'm just going. You're just, going I'm around. going until I, have... where are the turkeys going to be? You don't know. You just are, you're cruising all over the place, walking around. Yep. They're not in the swamps, that's for sure. No. So, I, yeah, I'll typically, if I can find a two-track that's ripping through some public, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm going to park at the beginning of it and just start walking. Yeah. Um, And then you can throw out those those locator calls. You can do a crow call. You can. Do you do crow calls midday? Or do you, I, no. I never do one. I only do. I have one. I just I just don't ever use it. <laughs> yeah. I'll. The most, most of the time, I'll just do a Yelp. Yeah, I um, do too. And if the Yelps aren't getting any, you know, turkeys to respond, then I'll maybe switch to like a short little bit of cutting because maybe they're just looking for that type of call. Is that the yeah, just a quick little, bop, 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 just a quick, maybe like a three burst and maybe a, a one or two Yelp after that. Yeah. Just change it up. If one call's not working and you're not getting any responses, just change it up. See if they might fire back right after that. If or, you change the call. or they come in quiet. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. He's my I my patience isn't big enough for uh when that happens. Mm-hmm. If they're not responding, I like wait around, I'm like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after mid morning we're getting down or getting out of the woods and we're just kinda covering some ground, man. We're just trying to get something to respond that we can go and try to aggressively pursue. Yep. So Say we're walking along this two-track, and we get a gobbler to fire off. Well, toms have different behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not all—they're not always going to come right in. Um, you may get a time to gobble, and you may set up at a position, right? We'll say a hundred yards out, and then maybe you creep into seventy-five, yeah, and give out a call, and he gobbles back, but only he's farther away. That's kind of like a. It's like the dance that they're doing. Yeah, it's just a little bit of a, like a give and play. That Tom maybe, you know, just he may have be just like a subordinate Tom. Yep. Where he's he may have been beat up by a mother dominant Tom, mm-hmm. and he's just a little bit skittish to come in by a, to like a receptive hen. So this is where the go and bow strategy. You need to know how turkeys are behaving to yeah. be able to be successful. <clears throat> so if you've got a turkey that's doing that, you creep closer. He goes farther away. You got to get around them, right? You got to get around. You got to get around them so that you can call again and act like a different hen in a different location. You that, think he'll that'll come say, that? Then he'll he come could. to you. That, that I mean, it's a great. It's worked for me. Hmm. So pull up your GPS mapping app. We use Huntwise. Um, we can check out what terrains. Uh, if there's any bodies of water that we think he's just not gonna come across, use that as a barrier. Yep. To Cause, him. Yeah, because turkeys don't like you know getting their feathers wet, so they're not gonna. Well, their feet aren't webbed. You know, so like swimming <laughs> is really hard. Swimmers. Like, have you ever swam with just some forks? It's just yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good. So that's. I mean, so we're. That's how you're finding them, right? We're, that's how when we go out, we'll, we'll generally sometimes we'll split up. Occasionally, we'll walk around together and try to just call with each other because it's fun. Um, but usually in the morning, you and I, you go this way. You yeah. basically go to the north, and I'll, I kind of go to the south end. We get our spots and then we'll we'll kind of meet up and then crap, do a little creeping around. Um, mm-hmm. But that's half of it. Like the other half we haven't talked about yet is the bow part. So 
the way that we turkey hunt and you know some pe- people do it a ton of different ways shotgun you know in a in a blind shotgun just from setting it on their knee people take bows out and go on blinds the way we do it is um we find natural barriers when we're out there and we'll take like little canvas yeah uh camo canvas sheets and put camo them on netting Camo netting. I never can come up with that. <laughs> you every, it, every I come up with a different way to describe it every time, and it never makes really any sense. Time, camo and netting. Go, camo netting. Camo netting. Camo netting. Camo netting. Yeah. We'll take just a strip. Mine is shredded right now. Oh, yeah. Like half mine's all torn up. Full I use it for deer hunting. Yeah. It's seen some things. So, But we'll pop it up. You know, we, uh, we're we getting our stuff set up, and, and like I'll look for just a down tree or something big clump of stuff, put it right next to it. I feel like Tom's, uh, or Jake's or turkeys in general are just not as, uh, I don't know. They don't have very good discernment when it comes to what's a natural thing and what's not like you can just pop a tent out into a field and mm-hmm. a turkey will still come up to it. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like deer on the other hand will be like, what the heck is that thing in the field? But turkeys don't seem to make it. Be- have you seen that? Would you agree with that? If you popped out a, a tent, like no, yeah, they're not going to be too skittish. Most, I mean, most people hunting with a bow, yeah, are using a ground blind. Yeah, you know, like a tent. Yeah, a pop up ground blind yeah. tent. Yeah. So I don't know if we're the exception, but the, I just don't like hauling those around, especially for especially for the going bow. I mean, for the going bow. We, we we you got me to switch to those. Uh, what are those target? Are those decoys you, you convinced the me? The avian X. Yeah, I had other ones, and he's been convincing me to get avian X. Are you? you will you be using the turkeys if you're? getting mobile going low yeah i think so would you will you i, I think, probably won't i probably w- my thought was i leave the jake and i just take a hen okay because i'm the hen i'm calling as a hen sure that was my thought what, okay. what like what because we haven't talked about this yet like what's your uh what do you think are you going nothing no i'll, I'll probably use a hen too it's, so it, they're it, big it, yeah it doesn't take up that much space and if i have to release so these decoys that we have you they've got a little um nipple yeah a little valve like an air stem that you push in to release to lock it, pull it out to yeah. to fill it back up, and I'm sure we could deflate them a little bit, throw them in the pack. But they the just, only thing they is, reflate again. They got, reflate to a certain point. Yeah, but you they don't stay flat. They like kind of puff up a little bit. If I've if I'm walking along and I hear a gobble, yeah. right? I mean, you've got limited time to get set up. Mm-hmm. You've got limited time to get a and you decoy have to do out. A, and a, yeah, exactly. Like he could be he. Very well could be coming in hot. It's yeah. early in the season. They want to breed. So time is of the essence. And I don't know if pulling out a decoy out of my pack is is gonna be the right move, but Well you you that's a good that's a good thing that you brought it up. Because that's kinda what I was thinking too. Get it in the morning, get your ideal. I've got you won't you've the half strut, Jake. Yeah. Mine's the quarter strut. He looks like a little weenie, you know. <laughs> which I think is ideal. You want you want a Tom to come in thinking like there's a weenie Jake taking his uh taking hands. his hand um but it, after that my thought is i'll throw up um i i got the my backpack uh has a frame so i i'm gonna keep the uh keep the hen in there and just leave the jake and sure. then if i have time pop it up if not it's just i had to put mine on the frame to make this work because they're so big i'm squishing it between the frame rather than strapping mm-hmm. it to the back i have a stone glacier uh kiowa then i just pop it to the frame but will you have your pack in time i don't know nope i um I ordered the Kafaru striker. Striker with a Y. Yeah. yeah. The the light frame. Of the light frame. Yep. I'm excited. I've not used a uh, Kafaru yet. We've used a I lot of either. different packs. Sweet so it'll to be get exciting our hands to see. On them, yeah. Yeah. The the key are the um, 
Stone Glacier is sweet. Yeah. That works pretty well. Yeah. So decoys, yeah, I don't know. Um, and you're going to, so I don't know. the big, so decoys is something else to talk about. They ours inflate. So it's been this week we've been talking like, how are we going to hook them up to our packs? Hmm. And so I'm putting mine in my, uh, my meat compartment. Sniffles, man. Yeah, I do really bad. Oh, it sucks. Um, you have your, you, what'd you glue something on or something like that? You put, yeah. So a uh, good buddy of ours, Joe Griffin, uh, we did a, a little get yeah. together with him a few weeks back and he actually he's got a different set of decoys but he actually punched a hole right through the tail he's got what dave smith they don't inflate? i don't i don't know i don't i don't know what they were but they remained somehow inflated somehow Should've i don't got, know what that he was did. a critical piece of information I don't know what he did do them or maybe it was like a hard plastic mm. you know not like a rubber yeah like ours but he drilled a hole through the tails of them and then tied a piece of 550 cord yeah um, through it, and then he just loops them onto his pack, you know. And I'm like, that is a great idea. Can't yeah. do it to mine because these things are rubber, and it's I almost know. like an inner tube. But I decided to use that concept, and I just super glued a piece of 550 cord on the tail. I wonder. I I hope it doesn't. I'll say this. I'm skeptical of it because I think that glue is gonna pop right off. Well, well. We'll see. If it works, I think that's the better option. I only did that to the hen. Because of Jake. Oh, the yeah, Jake, you put I, a I kn- slip knot. Yeah, I noosed it. Right around his tail. Yeah, right around the tail. So if I wanted to take it off, I can, but it still gives me the the ability to pack it out, so to speak. And I haven't quite determined how I want to keep them from sloshing around back there because they kind of bang into each other a little bit. Did, but. did you find that you were testing it out? Oh, well, yeah. I, find that that I don't know case? if I want to hang them on the sides or if there's a way to – hang them in a way so they're not bumping into each other. But it wasn't a crazy amount of noise. No. Like, if I was sneaking in, it's not like they're... You wouldn't be doing... Wouldn't the thing know. is, if you're sneaking in, you wouldn't have them like that anyways. You know what I mean? You'd drop all that stuff. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's not really... It's a moot point. Yeah, but that's... that's. I mean, if I was out mobile, I'm only going to have one. Yeah, that's what, so that's that's what I'm saying. You have too. one, you can just strap it on. Right. That Throw one down. straps down pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... Uh, those are the things that, like, you think about right before season starts. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been thinking about, I, I'm not going to lie. Today, I did a dry run. Did you? With my stuff. Yeah, I did. I, That's a good call. I wanted to try my pack with a frame because when, when I was testing out before, I, I strapped it to the outside. <coughs> but my thought is, yeah. I'll throw them in the, you know, throw. so I'm like, I don't know if this will work. So I've been, I've been messing with it. I spent some time on the phone with Stone Glacier. Mm. Just getting my getting my situation set up. And I feel like I'm I'm there, but I'll probably give it one more dry run before giving it a you know the real wet run. The old Jim V Jim Z guarantee. I want to I want to make sure I can give it the James Z guarantee for success. I'd love to see. That's fair. So, um, back to turkey a little bit and decoy setup. Oh yeah. What's your uh, what's your take on your what's your decoy set uh, setup look like? Oh, all right. Um, Is that where you're going with it? Kind of. I don't know where I was going, but okay. I just want to steer us back. Yeah, that's probably good. Yeah, so the decoy setup, like we're talking about lugging them around. We actually both shared that we are a Jake and a hen type setup. Like what's your what's the way that you set them up? Oh, I got a tickle in my throat. You are right? I'm all right. Bear with me. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll throw out a Jake and a hen because, man, them toms get pissed off. They don't me. like it. <laughs> when they see a Jake trying to breathe a hen. Without its, his buddies. Because if a Jake's oh, yeah. got his buddies around, they kick the crap out of the toms. <laughs> yeah. So I'll 
I'll throw out them two. I'll have actually both both decoys facing me, right? Yeah. I'll have the hen first, closest to me. Then I'll put the Jake, I don't know, a couple yards behind her, both looking at me, either at my, say, 10 o'clock or <coughs> I might die. <coughs> You can can you edit the sound for when you cough into like a squeak or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> um, either the ten o'clock or the two o'clock facing me because if I got those birds coming in, I don't want them directly in front of me. Right. So right? you don't want them right here because otherwise <clears throat> you're gonna. Why? Explain that. I want those. Man, I might die. Seriously. You want some <clears throat> bubbly water? No. I'm, I'm gonna work through it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't I'm wa- interested in this because I have a slightly different take okay. on it. I want those turkeys to lock onto the decoys if they can, yep. right? So if I'm moving and those turkeys are approaching from the backside of the jake, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want them looking past the decoys and seeing me moving. Yeah, okay, right? yep. So if they're off to the sides, they're going to be locking onto them and then moving in so I can, might be able to get away with some movement. Yep. And then... Say I have the decoys on the left. If turkey's from coming from the right, yeah, that gives me a ton of shot opportunities. Like if I'm up in the woods or some timber, yeah, they step behind a tree, I can pull back. That's the big thing with with bow hunting. With rifle, it's easy. You put it on your knee, you wait, and then you you pop them. But for bow hunting, it's like you got to figure out a way to kind of sit up mm-hmm. and do this. And that's a that I got. That's what killed me last year with my recurve. Yeah, like I, I it's hard. You can't hold it back, and so I just I timed it the way I would have for a compound bow, and it just blew up for me. Yeah. So that's big. So you put them to one at an One side, yeah. With the jake behind the hen. Yep, because I want that. That's exactly how I do it, actually. Is I it? thought, well, here's, I I thought you were going to say something else. What My plan is always, so wherever the way the turkeys, I think, are coming, if I'm calling in toms from mm-hmm. their general direction, I want the decoys over here. So they'll they'll come past. So if, they're, me. if you believe them coming from the right, you want your decoys on the left. To the left of me, just like yeah. you said, yep. 10, 10, 11 o'clock. Hen in front of a Jake, hoping for that Tom either to give me a shot in front of me that I can't mm-hmm. see, or to strut up and face uh, the the decoys so yep. I can shoot them right in the pooper. You going right in that Texas hard shot, stinky brown eye. Yeah, that I feel like that's a. It's I mean it's not ideal. I mean you'll you'll uh, you'll lose some meat that way, but. I feel that, like it's that's a, bow hunting, man. It gives you a good, good bullseye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like very easy shot reference. Yep. You know, deer's don't deer don't have it when you're shooting at a vital. You just have you have to imagine the spot there. Turkeys will give you that, that bullseye. Aim for that butthole, boy. Yep. So that's how I'm, I'm setting up my decoys, and I just want to have that Tom come in, strut around that Jake. If he wants to start whooping his behind a little bit, that's great. Yep. You know, concentrate on the Tom. Or concentrate on my decoy while I pull back. And what's your broadhead of choice for this year for uh, for turkey? Uh, and why? I because I, I have a take on that that I want to share with you. There. Last year I shot the Montec G5 Montec and killed the turkey with it. But this year I am going to use the Mega Meat three blade expandable. Okay. Yep. Because yeah. you like big surface area. You, same for a deer or whatever else. Yeah, I just I mean the turkeys have a vitals. Probably like the size of your fist, right? A lot smaller than what a whitetail is mm-hmm. that you can get away with. So, obviously, if you hit your mark with any broadhead that you're using, you're going to kill it. But I just want as much blunt drama to that turkey as yeah. I can just because 
if I miss, I don't. I just want to make. Yeah. You have more margin for error. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's yeah. that's what my thought is. So shoot, because I shoot a recurve, uh, the expandable is out of the question. Although you know, I think we come up with the first recurve, the first traditional expandable. <laughs> think how many traditional hunters would hate that idea. They would. Um, they would kill you. But I'd go for like the widest, biggest broadhead because I'm not shooting that far. Mm-hmm. My decoy setup is usually about 15 yards away from me. Sure. And I want something that's big, and it doesn't need to be even that terribly sh- like the blunt force is way more important to me. So I've I've got one that I've been saving for this. I don't even know the brand of it. I've had it forever. It's like a broadhead this big, uh, and my hope is just you know that's all I need. Nice. But yeah. Yeah, it should be uh should be an exciting year. Um we should probably come back after season and give a little recap. Yeah, absolutely. We did that last year with uh Mark. Mark, we you were... guys both got turkeys. Yeah, we talked about the whole thing with him cuz he he went to a farm up north, probably 20 minutes away from us. It's but... a new place, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So he had he had a good time. He killed one with his bow. I killed one with a bow. And yeah, we had a we had a few good stories. I on didn't, that. and I had to jump in the water. Yeah, you did. Is that going to be on in play this year? It should be. It was. Yes. It was not ideal. I was. I was frustrated. Actually, that morning I thought I was going to shoot a turkey because you had shot one already, mm-hmm. and we went out together. We had Tom's hang up just. Yeah, they were firing off too. I thought. I, I I thought for sure the way that they started coming, I'm like, heck yeah! It was actually the same spot you shot your turkey in. Wasn't it? Wasn't it in that? We went there in the morning. That's remember. Well, I had, don't we, give don't give away the story, man. Don't yeah, story. yeah. Just go listen to the story. But yeah. yeah, we got close. So hopefully we make one, uh, shoot a couple, and I think we have to do the water bet. Mark I'm will in, do it, I'm right? In, we'll we'll just that. volunteer him for it. Yeah, we'll volunteer him. More and we'll bring him on. We'll bring Mark on for the next episode too, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. Well. Yeah. I don't know. We wanted to take some time, just me and Jared, to talk through what we were thinking. Well, we're going to be putting out some content about it. We have some out already, so check out our blog, right? Uh, we got one article. I think Yeah, I'm, I'm actually – so I know we <laughs> – earlier in this episode, I was trying to touch on a little bit about oh, yeah. um, what the setup on our strategy is going into this. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, Tom behavior a little bit. Still? Right now? No, not yet. Okay. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be coming out. Like, there's, I'm, I'm going to be dropping yeah. some articles on that, and maybe we'll talk about it next episode. Good idea, because we, yeah, we have articles coming out, and we also have done some videos with HuntWise. Yeah. So probably plug those. Those will be coming out soon. That is a, like, a much deeper dive than what we've covered here. Mm-hmm. Um, we go into, we actually even walk through exactly how we would hunt certain properties. Yeah. So, it's they ex- that us, was they, fun. They give us a, a piece of property, and we dissect how we would strategically plan out a turkey hunt if yep. we knew very limited information so so we gave you like yeah. a very general overview um tonight wanted to just take a minute to do that and also just tell you to check out those videos we've been trying to make lightly more content around just for if you're a beginner or you want to know some basic stuff we've been writing a lot of articles on our blog everything from cooking to hunting tactics to mm-hmm. aiming your bow to you you've been doing a video series on choosing a bow yeah um, if you guys are interested in anything like that, um, check it out. Let us know if you have other questions or want to see topics for us to cover. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode, J- Jared and I, tonight. Yeah, thanks, guys. 